Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is from the Philippine Nerds podcast. If you like what you hear, follow Philippine Nerds on your podcast app for a deep dive into pop culture in the Philippines. Here on Philippine Nerds, we geek out over everything. I love Full Metal Alchemist, The Hunger Games, and Spiritfarer. And I'm a fan of Mobile Legends, Star Wars, and The Last of Us. But what do these things all have in common? Kahit ano pang anime, TV show, movie franchise, game, o nobela ang hilig mo, cosplay is one of the most exciting ways to experience the media you love. You've seen them at conventions, parades, concerts, at kahit sa mga variety show. Layers upon layers of outfits, crazy hairstyles, your favorite characters brought to life. So in today's episode, let's peel back the costumes and take a look at what really goes into cosplay. I'm Nina Tralba, not a cosplayer, but I kind of borrowed my fashion sense from my spirit animal, Miyamori Aoi from the anime Shirobako. And I'm Marcus Ilian, at nakapag-cosplay na ako as Captain Rex from The Clone Wars para sa isang children's birthday party. Aww. Welcome to Philippine Nerds Season 2. It's, it's all geek, geek to me. me. Last season, it was all about the Korean wave and how we embraced it as Filipinos. This season, it's all about cosplay, video games, anime and manga, toys and collectibles, and comics. Philippine Nerd Season 2 is brought to you by Smart. With Smart Prepaid, you can live what you love. And powered by Puma Podcast. Let's get nerdy about cosplay! Filipinos have been cosplaying for more than 20 years, starting with a mini-cosplay event at UP Diliman's Anime at Arki in August 2000, and then in November of the same year at Anime Explosion. Anime Explosion was the first convention in the country dedicated solely to anime and manga. At ang special guest, si Yu Watase lang naman. Wow! Yu Watase is the manga artist behind titles like Ayashi no Seres and Fushigi Yugi, which some of you might remember for its anime adaptation mm-hmm. that first aired in the Philippines in the late 90s. If you're too young to remember Fushigi Yugi from your childhood, okay lang yan. Fushigi Yugi is way too risque for anyone's childhood. That's true. Pero dahil pasaway akong bata noon, here's how it goes. It's an isekai, a story about someone who is brought into another world for a quest where our protagonist Miyaka Yuki becomes a priestess for an ancient god protected by a few good-looking guys. There's martial arts, magic, and sexy times. <laughs> yun yun. So, back to Anime Explosion, maraming nag-cosplay ng Fushigi Yugi at the convention, as well as characters from Ruruni Kenshin, Gundam Wing, Neon Genesis Evangelion, and more. Outside the Philippines, though, cosplay didn't start with anime, or even in Japan. Nagsimula ang cosplay as we know it today noong 1939 sa first world science fiction convention. World gone for short. Wow, 1939! Parang wala kayo sa lolo't lola ko. Cosplayer! <laughs> 
Anyway, Forrest J. Ackerman and Myrtle R. Douglas, a.k.a. Maroyo, were sci-fi enthusiasts and the only attendees of the first World Con to come in costume. Si Maroyo mismo ang nag-design at gumawa ng quote-unquote future costumes nila based on popular sci-fi works at the time. By the second World Con, more people participated in fan costuming. And the word cosplay from costume and play was coined by Nobuyuki Takahashi of the anime production company Studio Hard after he attended the 1984 World Con. This was around the same time that cosplay was taking off in Japan. Along the way, marami ding ibang umusbong na fan costuming practices all over the world, as in Renaissance fairs, where you can dress up as nobility or fantasy creatures like wizards and elves. Or live-action role-playing, LARPing, where costumes are second in importance to the action. Playing a fictional quest with your group as if you were in a sci-fi or fantasy world, kahit saan man kayo naglalaro. As for cosplay, hindi na lang siya nakakabit sa classic sci-fi o anime and manga ha. Mobile games, comic books, Hollywood blockbusters, and even musical acts have inspired cosplayers all yes. over the world to suit up and perform. Take for example, Alodia and Ashley Gosing Fiao. The sisters broke into the Philippine cosplay scene in 2003 as characters from the games Ragnarok Online and Final Fantasy X2. Ang ilan sa mga recent cosplays nila galing sa Mobile Legends, Genshin Impact, and COD Mobile. Shoutout sa pinsan ko, si Nyati, who has cosplayed characters from Near Automata, Resident Evil, Blade Runner 2049, and Into the Spider-Verse, among nice. others. At higit sa lahat, we've got our guests for today. She's known as the Philippines' Queen of the Goths. He inspired an iconic character from Trece, and they're going to be our guides into the world of cosplay. I'm Karen Kunowich. I started dipping my toe into the Philippine cosplay scene around 2002 for Lord of the Rings and 2006 really heavily into Pirates of the Caribbean. Hank Sparrow. Before I got into the cosplay thing, I was Hank Palenzuela. The cosplay I'm really most known for is Wonder Woman. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Jack Sparrow. <laughs> oh, and uh, this is weird. I cosplay myself. Yep, before there was Hank the bartender from Trece, there was Hank the bartender of the Verb Room in Malate, a close friend to Trece's creators Budget Tan and Kajo Baldissimo since the 90s. What's weird about cosplaying yourself? May kwenta si Hank tungkol dyan mamaya. But let's back up a little bit. Karen and Hank are cousins who loved dressing up for Halloween as kids. As an adult, Karen fell in love with Lord of the Rings and got into cosplay first to show it. Starting as a cosplayer at age 38 is a little late, but the whole cosplay thing took off, you know, when I was a lot older and like I wanted in on the fun. My first costume was Nazgul. I'm so fascinated by them, but I'm so tiny. And I had a hard time walking in the Nazgul outfit because you have the whole black shroud over your head. She was also at one point Gandalf and also Frodo. Frodo in the orc armor, just trying to sneak and evade the Eye of Sauron. And the first people I approached for the Frodo in the orc armor, I went to Tanix and Pablo Bayrad. They were able to make some of the key initial pieces for my costume. They were the ones who started Cosplay Mania. Let's pause for a bit of cosplay history. Cosplay Mania is one of the major annual cosplay conventions in the country, run by Cosplay.ph since 2008. Its founders Tanix and Pablo Bayran are also, of course, cosplayers. 
Pablo is known for a lot of armor-slash-mecha-slash-robot-type costumes. He's done the classics such as Voltes V and Bumblebee from the Transformers, and he even did Tony Stark's Hulkbuster armor in 2014. Bago pa to sa pelikulang Avengers Age of Ultron one year later, as in nasa comic books pa lang, wala pang film debut. In an interview with Business World, Pablo says the Hulkbuster cost 60,000 pesos what? to build over the course of two and a half months. Pero it looks as expensive as it is. It's got lights and everything. Ang ganda lang talaga ng pagkakagawa. Pero now back to Karen and Hank's early cosplay days. I don't know how many people were doing it already, but Karen was one of the first people that was cross-playing. Cross-playing means cosplaying a character of a different sex or gender. She's not just cosplaying, she's cosplaying guys. An old guy, a small hobbit, and a demon king. But Hank started out with someone a little more familiar to him, who would also inspire many of his future cosplays. His idol, Johnny Depp. In my case, when I did Jack Sparrow, everything just fell into place. Or around the time the second Pirates movie came out, Karen said like, hey, I'm, I'm hosting this thing. I kind of need Kasama. I don't want to do it alone. But it's for Halloween, Hank. Could you dress up? Kind of like Jack Sparrow, whatever you have lang. Or, oh, this kind of looks like the shades he wears. The wig kind of looks like his hair. Or I have a shirt. Hindi siya super sakto, but see if we can make it look something like Jack Sparrow. Humirap ako na eyeliner ka, Karen. And then I just grew my, my mustache. I do believe it was a Halloween costume contest that we were hosting for Hard Rock Cafe, the one in Makati. You know, just before I go on stage, before I started talking, I was just like, oh, really, am I going to go out dressed like this? <laughs> I mean, there's a certain level of apprehension. People are looking at you and they're like, hey, Galeng, you really look like that guy. You look like the Johnny Depp character. You look like the pirate. I'm like, hmm, okay, maybe it's not so bad. And then I got hooked. <laughs> Cosplaying characters like Nazgul, Frodo, and Gandalf is the kind of cosplay that people are probably more familiar with. Outfits and props are either bought as official merchandise or built from scratch to match the look of your chosen character. Pwedeng sarili mong gawa at pwede rin namang gawa ng mga crafter, no? Who can either customize your costume or rent out some existing ones. On the other hand, when you use the clothes and accessories you already have, ang tawag doon, closet cosplay. Obviously, the least expensive way to cosplay. You can do this for characters like Disney's Kim Possible, the MCU version of Wanda Maximoff before she became the Scarlet Witch, mm-hmm. and for a pirate like Jack Sparrow, it just makes sense, di ba? Kasi pirata nga naman. It would be in character to just grab what works and throw it all together. That's true. And may mga costume din namang hindi basta-basta. In the Star Wars fandom, the international org Rebel Legion sets standards for making canonically accurate costumes. From main characters like Leia, Luke, and Han to generic Jedi, troopers, and pilots. May tamang measurements, colors, layers, at iba pang elements. But of course, when you think of costumes, you're also gonna think of something that's not so fun. Iisipin mo din kung magkano ang gagastusin mo. So, for a few hundred pesos or at least one or two thousand pesos, you could buy or rent superhero suits, uniforms from school anime, and everybody's favorite group costumes last Halloween, the full body suits and masks from the Netflix series Squid Game. For higher quality custom-made costumes, the individual pieces alone might cost you a few thousand pesos 
each. <laughs> Professional cosplayers estimate that some costumes, on average, can add up to 10,000 pesos. It all depends on the character. At baka higit pa dito ang gastusin mo. Especially if you're thinking of mecha or armor-type costumes. We're gonna take a break para ma-process itong lahat. <laughs> De, joke lang. Under all of the armor or clothing, wigs, and makeup, tis ganda talaga yung cosplay, ano? True. Lalo na kapag Pinoy. Hank and Karen say that our cosplayers like to go all out with extremely accurate, extremely detailed mm-hmm. cosplays. In other words, masyado natin ginagalingan. <laughs> but let's not get all tangled up in our costumes. Wearing a costume is just half of cosplaying. The other half is playing the character you're dressed up as. So, it helps to think carefully, sinong cosplay mo at bakit? How do you pick your characters, Karen? I have a preference for the Ava Green and the Helena Bonham Carter characters. A little bit because they're at the older age of the spectrum. And I sort of like that they are a little bit on the dark side and a little bit unhinged. Pia Dalma from the Pirates of the Caribbean. I did like Pia Dalma because in the 90s, I took an elective class in magic. I was quite attracted to her and I like that she wasn't the typical Kira Knightley heroine. When I'm allowed to do the Adalma, I'm allowed to like just smile like I'm a little bit more cuckoo or I don't have to act completely nice all the time when we're doing photo ops. Nazgul worked for me at a time when I wasn't so sure what I was doing, cosplaying, and I was feeling very introverted. They're not the most sociable creatures. <laughs> and I was just completely fascinated by Nazgul. So like I felt it was just the perfect choice. Ang susunod mong iisipin, how do you play your chosen character? It can be as simple as striking a pose, or you can go all out and reenact an iconic scene. You can imitate the character's voice or their mannerisms, the way Hank perfected his Jack Sparrow voice. Would you like to join my ship? I'm looking for a few good ones. Actually, I'm looking for a few bad ones as well. Do you know anyone? But here's a secret. Minsan, hindi mo na kailangan masyadong pag-isipan pa kung paano mo gagayahin ang character mo. You just have to walk in your character's shoes. Literally. Again, here's Hank. The way Sparrow walks, at first, ginagaya ko lang, diba? And then we were lucky enough, years ago, a Spanish galleon came to Manila. It was called the Andalusia. And of course, as soon as me and Karen saw it, we were like, no, we got to get on that. Because there were tours, but it limited. Lang. Libre siya, but pumila and whatnot. So we went there. We tried to show up as early as we could in full costume. Because you've got a ship like that. That's a photo op, right? And like as soon as I got on that ship, I felt even if it was a big ship and it was dark, Suddenly, walking like this makes sense. If you've ever been on a ferry or a boat, then you know what Hank means. Bale, ganun maglakad si Jack Sparrow because of the motion of the boat. Oh, ano? I can imagine, no? Pero malamang, it's also because of all that rum. <laughs> Drink and cosplay responsibly, everyone. Keep that in mind. And hang tight, kasi nag-umpisa pa lang tayo. Now that we've got the basics down, it's time to take a walk through the cosplay experience. Pop culture events are actually a pretty big deal dito sa atin, ha? Looking back at 2019, there was always a comic convention, toy fair, singing contest, or some other kind of fan gathering to look forward to every week. 
Cosplay is a major, if not the main attraction in events like these. Competitive and non-competitive cosplay events alike bring together rookies and veterans, local and foreign talent, nerds and fans of all ages. You heard that right. Competitive cosplay. Most competitions award cash prizes for the best costumes and presentation. At dito maaaring magsimula ang pagiging professional cosplayer, as in getting paid to appear at events in your cosplay. Whether as professionals or as hobbyists, cosplayers just stand out from the crowd. Hindi lang yun dahil sa costumes nila, but with the way they express themselves. It's such an experience watching cosplayers interact, lalo na when they're doing characters from the same universe. Like, imagine the kids of Class 1A from My Hero Academia having a class picture right in front of you. Nakita ko na yan eh. Nice. Or imagine Bellatrix and Dumbledore laughing and being silly together. Teka, I need to hear about this. Mamaya, ikikwento yan ni Karen. But, you know, it's moments like these that really take cosplay beyond putting on a costume. Hank, what's it like to cosplay with other people? Cosplay is more fun with a friend, always. It's like when we're getting dressed, we get dressed in the same house. And what does a day of cosplay look like for you? We repeat watch while we're changing. The film is running in the background. And we never get dressed at the event or at the venue. Pag alis namin ng bahay, kami na yun. If it's Jack Sparrow and Tiadalma, we're Jack Sparrow and Tiadalma when we get into the car going to the event. And the costume isn't coming off until we get back home. So if we get stuck in traffic, which happens a lot, we're the character for like the next six to eight hours until we get home and get the stuff off. Plus for a while, there have been years that it was really intense. Like it just started out, we had one or two events a year. And then boom, you would have like, Oh, what is it for this month? It got to the point where on one weekend or one day, there's like three or four different events. Oh, you're needed for this parade. And then we did like a boat show. Yeah, that's right. Twice or thrice. For Road yeah. Magazine, Tamanila Bay. Because of course they want the pirates there. <laughs> the fun part was they would always give us a free boat ride at the end of the event. That would always be the best. Hindi lang boat ride yung free. All the rum you could drink. I'm like, yeah, let's go. I'm Captain Jack Sparrow. That was the best. People inviting us on their yachts. feeling honored that we have Captain Jack Sparrow coming on board. Cosplay has taken us a long way and, and all over the place. <laughs> Pero teka lang, bitin pa rin yung kwento tungkol kina Bellatrix and Dumbledore. Could we go back to that? Sige, oo nga. From Pirates of the Caribbean, Harry Potter naman tayo. Karen, how did that go? I decided, okay, I'm going to do Bellatrix for one of the Harry Potter events. There's picture taking, and I was doing the whole Bellatrix thing. And then Gerard arrives dressed. Gerard Season, a cosplayer best known for his Superman. I had never met him. And he shows up in this near-perfect Dumbledore costume that he did himself. I'm trying to be villainous and nasty, but I was just so amazed. I was trying to be in character and I was like, oh my God, I thought we killed you. But he was so funny. And during the photos, he would just like talk and make spells with his wand. I'm going to try this spell. It's called Pangitus Detectus. He was so funny and so charming. And he was chatting me up. I was like, I can't keep character with this guy. So you started with a few photos with me like grimacing at him. And then the succeeding photos were like, I'm like holding my stomach and laughing beside Dumbledore. 
I would have loved to see that. I know. And sigurado ako, you would have wanted to be there for this too. One of my favorite characters that Karen has cosplayed, again, this is her idea. She wanted to cosplay the Virgin Mary. And then I ended up cosplaying the Sacred Heart of Jesus. That was lovely, actually. And we did it for the appropriate event. We had been doing cosplay for how many years? We were looking for something new, something different. And then when we had the costumes, somebody was launching a book of religious paintings. This is our friend, Gerard Season. And he actually said, hey, you guys are invited. It's the book launch. We're launching a fully book. And I'm going to be in full costume when I launch my book. He was signing books in full Superman costume. The costume was And Karen's thing, the bottom of her costume had cotton, so it looked like she was walking on clouds. What he forgot to tell us was he also invited priests and nuns. And for me, one of my favorite moments was when two nuns came up to me and said, like, could we have a picture with you, Jesus? And I'm just like, yes! Achievement! Unlock! Cosplay can even bring cheer to groups that need it the most. Hank and Karen, along with their groups Black Pearl Philippines and Star Wars Philippines, would cosplay for kids every Christmas at the wards of the Philippine General Hospital and the SNK School for Chronically Ill Children. Siyempre, hindi to naging posible during the pandemic. But I can just imagine how much brighter the holidays become for these kids when they're given an experience like that. They've also done fundraisers through photo shoots to help survivors in typhoon-ravaged areas. Mark, nabanggit mo kanina, you've also done this, di ba? Cosplaying to bring cheer to kids. What was that like when you were Captain Rex? Well, it was enjoyable. Parang flashback siya sa childhood mo na feeling mo bata ka uli. Playing a character na kikita lang ng mga bata na nasa screen. It's a different kind of parang happiness. That's so nice. And I bet it was easier to connect with the children, ano? Going back to your childhood and feeling like a kid again. Parang kaibigan mo lang sila. But on the other hand, cosplay is not without its own complications. Balikan natin yung nabanggit kanina, no? That Hank was the inspiration for Tres's Hank the Bartender. Ito yung weird out of all the stuff I've cosplayed, that is the only one that I've gotten hate for. It came out on the Tresa fan page. Somebody was trolling me, basically, just right after the Netflix series came out. It was one guy, but it was a number of comments. Something to the effect na parang, ang tingin nyo to, kala niya, cool na cool siya. As if siya yung totoong Hank the Bartender, mura, 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 something, something. At first, I thought this guy was kidding, but trolling. <laughs> He was kicked out of the fan page. It's difficult also because when I read the comic books, I have a certain way of looking at all the characters, including the one that was based on me. I guess the difficulty, it's not so much in the cosplay, but in the perception of what people see. Fans of stuff in general, they have an idea of what the character is and then they project. And sometimes you're not that. Or that's not what I perceive the character to be. Fandom is supposed to be a place to celebrate the things you love, the things that matter to you, the things that make your life better. You might not agree with other people in the fandom in all things, pero hindi ka naman nagiging fan ng isang bagay para madagdagan ang mga pinoproblema mo, di ba? True, true. Why pick a fight where there shouldn't be any? Alam mo, my personal fandom philosophy is, if you don't like it, don't interact with it. Let people enjoy things. Yes. 
You can't control how or why other people enjoy a piece of media, but makokontrol mo what you can responsibly enjoy. Kung alam mong maiinis ka lang sa isang bagay, mm-hmm. or if you know that you are looking at something or taking part in something that can cause real harm to other people in the fandom, you should know how to turn away. Kailangan nating diinan yan, ah. There are real problems outside of fandom as well as problems within fandom that can affect its vulnerable members, such as minors and members of the LGBTQIA community. Whether or not someone else's cosplay is accurate to your personal interpretation is not one of those problems. Our responsibility to one another in fandom is really simple. To provide a safe space for everyone to be themselves without getting judged. To participate safely. Fandom is so much better kapag inaalagaan at sinusuportahan natin ang isa't isa. Cosplay is part of basically every fandom you can think of. But beyond the conventions and out of the costumes, our guests Hank and Karen find that cosplay has a place in their regular lives as well. It builds and nurtures friendships. Karen, how did that happen in the Pirates fandom? By the time the third movie came out, I think we may have assembled our biggest group of cosplayers and we had invested in that movie so much that we had this Yahoo groups that it was like a career to manage it because people were just behaving like their own characters and making fun of each other and telling all sorts of jokes. In character, huh? It was like a workshop for improv. It would just not stop pinging the whole day. It made it so much fun. If there's an issue or a problem, you end up quoting a line from the movie instead of using your own words. Like, Hank would go, Hold, like, I dropped my brain. Down is up, up is down. There are times, like, in a normal day, you could use your own words, but sometimes a line from the movie works. Another cool thing about cosplay is how it gives you fresh eyes to look at your favorite characters and stories with. Siyempre, in order to be your character, you have to know your character. You might study the details of their outfit, how they move, how they talk, and in the process, you might just discover why they are the way they are. You have to, you know, try to figure out where the character is coming from. Why is he like this? What's his motivation to be like that? I figured Johnny Depp did a lot of this for his character and I actually got to do that to help with my cosplay of the character. And again, this is over time. Also, as a cosplayer works to understand who their character is, sometimes they also get a better understanding of themselves. I'm happy. I'm very happy because cosplay has done so much for me, even my mental health. It really helps your mental state when you play a crazy drunk pirate. <laughs> costumes take a lot of people out of their shells. Me, I'm extroverted in costume, out of costume. But for a lot of people, I see that it's a way for them to come out of their shell sometimes, to bridge gaps with other people who are strangers. That's, I think, very liberating for the more introverted. It can be liberating in so many ways. To be in control of how you present and express yourself. To not be limited by the beauty standards na nakasanayan na natin. Sure, you can be a superhero without having the exact same skin color or body type as those you grew up with. You can be the character you needed to look up to when you were a kid. You can be literally anything when you cosplay. You can turn into an alien, a witch or wizard, a mecha, a vampire. Why should cosplay be limited to typical attractive features, diba? Mm-hmm. You can't put the play in cosplay without exploring all the possibilities. 
it's just incredibly fun. It's an act of creativity. You also have, I think, have a bit of a sense of humor when you put on that costume. Like, there's an element of silliness involved. You have to be able to laugh at yourself and totally not take yourself too seriously when you put that on. We said this earlier, but let's say this again. A costume is just half of cosplaying. How you look is just half of cosplaying. Para sa'yo, Karen, what makes a great, effective cosplay? The reason why I think a cosplay becomes effective is that the cosplayer finds something of themselves in that character. And in a good cosplayer, you can see it shine through. You're not just using the costume. There's some of your personality in it, in the way that you react to other people, and you, you bring some of that. Last year lang, the Philippine cosplay scene turned 21 years old. It's old enough to drive, old enough to vote. Vote responsibly, people! Yeah, and it's definitely old enough to have gone through some changes along with the world around it. Karen's relationship with cosplay has changed over the years. At ngayon, she's looking for better ways to cosplay. Back in 2015, 2016, I was already thinking, okay, I'd like to retire or take a break at least. One reason being, I'm accumulating these costumes and sometimes they get only worn once. I mean, I try to repeat, but there have been a few in a one con, one use. There's like climate change and I'm also trying to declutter We do miss it, but I'll probably be more responsible. Like, I'll try to make it something that, yes, I can reuse it. Maybe if there are separate pieces, I can use the separate pieces. Like, oh, I can use the coat as just an everyday coat. This is important to think about as the community continues to grow. From a niche activity performed by maybe a few relatively small pockets of fandom a handful of times a year, mas marami na ang nahihilig sa cosplay. Outside pop culture spaces... Hank feels that the community has become more accepted. I have to say, it's come a long way. It's not that weird anymore to see somebody in costume. I'm happy that there's more people getting into it. It's not seen as deviant behavior anymore. When we started, sometimes you would get that. Or people would be like, especially for people like Karen and myself, we got into it in our late 30s. Tanda-tanda nyo na, ba't pa kayo nagkakostume ko? Di ba pambata alam yan? Or hindi naman Halloween. I think naman I've seen less criticisms and less put-downs of people who are like, why are you cosplaying? This is your age. Why are you cosplaying? Your height doesn't fit your character. Parang puti na lang there's less of that. It's really just for fun and it's for honoring your fandom. For fun, for your fandom, for the experience. And even though cosplaying and other fan activities haven't been the same since the pandemic started, buhay at masigla ang cosplay. Yes. We've still got the amazing talent of cosplayers and crafters on display. It's mostly through photo shoots, vlogs, and streams for now. But there's no forgetting what it's like to watch cosplayers bring our favorite characters to life right in front of us. To make us feel like we've met our heroes. I can't wait to see our cosplayers again at the next convention. Thank you. 
Once again, I'm Nina Toralba. Una kaming nagkakilala ni Hank when we took a theater acting class together last year. Karen was in another class, studying Shakespeare under the same coach. If you like performing and cosplay, you might also enjoy theater. And I'm Marcus Ilian. Given the chance, I'll take Boba Fett's armor over Din Djarin's every single time. Embrace the classics! <laughs> Thanks for joining us on Philippine Nerd Season 2. It's, it's all, all geek, geek to, to me. me. If you had fun getting nerdy about cosplay, tell a friend about the show and stay tuned for more episodes on geek culture this season. Subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. You can also follow at LiveSmart on Twitter and Instagram and like Smart Communications on Facebook. This podcast was brought to you by Smart. With Smart Prepaid, you can live what you love. Follow Philippine Nerds on smart.com.ph slash prepaid and powered by Puma Podcast. Today's episode was also produced and edited by me. And if you want to nerd out more with our guests Karen Kunowich and Hag Sparrow, you can catch their show Media Room on the Nerd Rage PH Facebook page. See you around and like we say in the Hunger Games fandom, may the odds be ever in your favor. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.